If you're a natural born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of Maycreate, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. Hello again, this is Monica Pitts. Welcome to Marketing with Purpose. And with me today is our efficiency and process master at Maycreate, Stacey Brockmeyer. Hey guys. Today, okay, so one of the things that Stacy has been teaching in the office a lot and really to our clients as well is how to improve email efficiency because we've been doing some hiring and we have some new friends around here and we notice that it takes them forever, forever to get through their email every single day. And Stacy has a magic way that she handles her email and I have a less magic way that I handle my email. And we wanna discuss those today so that way you guys can also be like efficient emailers and improve your lives because you have more time. <laughs> Absolutely, so we get um, millions maybe of emails a day. I know it's not millions, but it really feels like millions some days. And just making sure that we have those organized and so that maybe they don't take, you know, your entire day to check your email is always a super positive thing, getting through it quickly. The first thing that I feel like people have to do with their email to keep it under control, it took me a long time to do this, but when I first started the company, I was both developing websites and talking with clients. And I realized that I was just responsive all the time. This email would come in, I'd respond to it, just responding, responding, responding. And so I feel like the very first trick to, regardless of what, magical method you use to manage the actual physical emails is setting boundaries with your email. For example, I get in in the morning and sometimes I check my email and sometimes I don't. It depends on whether I have a must do task on my schedule. If there is something that absolutely has to get done that morning, I do not get into my email first thing because I am going to get consumed by it. And the other thing that I do is I only check my email periodically throughout the day, and then I close it down. I don't even get into it unless I have to, because I think email is almost as bad as social media. You get in there and you're like, oh, Sherry emailed me, that's so awesome. And then you read Sherry's email and you respond to Sherry's email, and before you know it, you've spent 20 minutes in there and you didn't, you can't even remember why you went in. <laughs> Absolutely, I think just making a plan. Whatever you do, stick with it. Like, for example, I check my email before I ever come to the office because then I can, like, you know, delete that Target email that I didn't really need, but I love Target. So I just really like reading their emails. And so I can get some of those things out of the way that aren't necessarily work-related, but they still come into my email. And mm -hmm. also I can see and be prepared if there's something, like, literally blowing up. Not literally. Things don't literally blow up in they our world. They figuratively blow up in our world. Um, and so if we can get those things out of the way or know what we're walking into with our email, I always think that that makes me feel better all day long. And the other thing that I do to increase my productivity is I turned off the email alerts that pop up 
on my screen. I can't tell you how disrupted I am by continual alerts on my screen. So I just turned them off. Like, Absolutely. I have no alerts for my email on my phone. I have no alerts for my email on my screen. And honestly, if I could get rid of some of like the little nuances, I totally would. Um, like, you know, the email count and stuff like that. But apparently that's not something you get rid of anymore. So. Oh, like how many you haven't read, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, people look at my phone. I think you've looked at my phone before and you're like, oh my God, Monica, you have like 400 unread text messages. How can you handle yourself? Her phone is terrifying to me. (laughs) If you're like even just a little bit detail oriented, because I'm going to be real honest with you. I am not the most detail oriented person anymore like I used to be something about having multiple children really kind of sucks that out of you (laughs) but Monica's phone is terrifying (laughs) I don't even notice it I just they come up and I see the first like five words of the texts and I'm like all right got it read it done and I don't yeah I don't even worry about it full of little red circles yeah it's scary if you need to have a business conversation with me you need to email me (laughs) I won't respond to it immediately Mm-mm. But you definitely need to email me. Okay, so that's the first thing is just setting boundaries with your email and making rules for yourself and holding yourself accountable so you're not continually doing social email, like just like social media in your email. Yeah. yeah I just made that. You're, if you're not out, sucked in 24 hours a day, what feels like 24 hours a day. So, so hopefully the, you sleep. The way that I handle my email is through the priority inbox. Whenever it came out through Gmail, and we use Gmail in our office – Um, I just, I turned on the priority inbox because, um, and I never looked back. Actually, I looked back for like the first month and I realized how many hundreds of emails I get a day that really never mattered to me. Um, So let's talk through some of the pros and cons of using like this auto system of the priority inbox to manage your email. Yeah. So I think Also, it's defining your role. If you're the person who talks back and forth with everyone every day, so in our office, that would be an account manager, Priority Inbox may not be for you because you do need to see those, you know, messages from LinkedIn. So for example, if I have a prospect and they've chosen to engage with me through LinkedIn, I need to see those those notifications. And in the Priority Inbox, things are broken down into your primary inbox, your updates inbox and your social inbox. And honestly, for me, I would never probably check those other ones, which means I could really be missing out on a really good lead for our company because I do connect with a lot of people on LinkedIn that way. Yeah, I curate my email. I go out and I say, this Facebook group has the right to come into my priority inbox. And this type of email has the right, like these newsletters have the right to come into my priority inbox, but I have to do it with every single one of them that I actually want to see. So at the beginning of the school year, I have to go out and allow, allow, or ask Google to put my children's like class Facebook pages, the notifications into my priority inbox. And sadly, I forgot to do that. at the beginning of this year, and my husband will come home and be like, hey, check this out. You know, Aveline was on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm like, shucks. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out on, like, seeing what they're doing. But on the other hand, I mean, I still – they're still my kids, and I like them. So I guess we're okay, even without the social media between me and my kids happening. 
Um, so it is true. And I did some checking back and forth and I created some filters, but it's definitely a general system. Mm-hmm. And when I'm hiring, those LinkedIn hiring emails, they don't come into my inbox. And so I have to go out to LinkedIn and check those messages or I have to know to go to the social tab to check those messages. So this isn't nearly as tailored as what Stacy does or what the project managers do. But for me, because I'm not an extremely, I'm not expected to converse with people that I don't know every single day, it works really well for me. So you could use those guidelines if, yeah. if maybe that fits you. I think it just has to do with being um, diligent and aware of what goes in and what doesn't go in. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, tell us your secret in the Gmails. Yeah, so I use a little bit different um, style of inbox. So in Gmail, there's a setting and you can have essentially different layers of inbox, so much like what Monica was talking about, but they're all on one screen. And so I have mine set up to where everything that is important and unread is at the top. And so I've trained my email a little bit to know what's important and unread, but ultimately everything that's from a real person goes at the top. And then after I read it, it either drops down to the very bottom in what I call everything else. I think you can call it whatever you want. Mine's called everything else. And so it either drops down there or if I star it or tag it a certain way, it goes into one of these two middle sections that I have. So my starred emails, I use those as kind of my to-do list, if you will. So if I star it, it means that I read it, I acknowledged it. I'm going to save it for later. Now, I, as the efficiency master that I am, (laughs) if it is a 30-second response, I'm going to respond to that person and get it out of there. I never want to have to look at it again. Mm -hmm. However, if it's something that's going to take me, you know, 15 minutes to gather some assets or gather some details, I want to star that so that I know that I can come back to it later. And then I have this other section that I've added in there that's kind of like a, hey, these are things I need to keep on my radar. You know, they're really long term or it's something I know I'm going to need in months. And I actually collapse that. I don't look at that every day. But it's nice to have that starred section because then I know like how much I have to do from my email or I know I can go right back there and it doesn't get lost in the all the other emails. And so then I have kind of an, another tool that I use. It's called Unroll Me. Um, and that's where I put all the retailer emails, except for Target, because you know, I have this like love of my Target <laughs> emails. And so my Target emails don't get put in Unroll Me. They come, they come to the main inbox. But this kind of gets, sends me a recap email at the end of every day with the the emails that went into that folder. And so that's always really nice. So that's unroll.me um, because then I don't need to look at those necessarily every day. It is free. I think you can have like up to 150 different emails in it for free. And it's in a nice um, like grid fashion and it's got pictures in it. And I did yeah. that to begin with. And then, um, but it goes to my updates folder. And so I never actually read it. Like I literally, if I am in line at, say, Carter's and they send you a coupon, right? 
Yeah. I just open up my email and go to the updates folder and search for Carter's and open up their last email. And that is the only time that I go into the updates folder unless I'm like changing my password or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I don't even think Unrollably sends me emails anymore because I never opened them after the <laughs> first like couple days, like the first month or so. I was like, this is so cool. And then I just, but hey, yeah. it's, I think part of that's just realizing what's important to you, right? Yeah. Because I don't need it. Really? I thought I did. And I was archiving all those babies. And then right. I was like, man, I don't even actually need any of this stuff. Yeah. I can't tell you that I read my Unroll Me email all the time, but it, it's handy that it like just yeah. goes ahead and sucks it out of your inbox. Because mm-hmm. then in that everything else section is everything that was unread and not deemed important by my email. And mm-hmm. so, um, but I don't lose anybody's stuff. So if I got a LinkedIn message and it goes down there, if I got an email from somebody that I have never responded to or emailed in the past, I can just go down through there. And if you didn't know this little trick, you can arrow down and hit X in Gmail and it will check the all the boxes. And so I can go down really quickly and get rid of all those emails that don't matter. Or I definitely kept those emails that do matter because occasionally you're like, Oh, that's actually a real email. It's not just somebody who wants to write for our blog. Stacy taught me this awesome trick. Whenever Gmail came out with their new interface on iPhone, I was freaked out because I could no longer check the boxes to delete all the emails in mass. And I was deleting them all individually and it was hurting my heart. And so I was having a meltdown about it, basically, is what was happening. I was like, ah! And I'm like, Stacy! This is happening. And she says, oh, you just click on the little circle. The little circle with the people's face in it or the letter in it or whatever it is. Those circles are the new checkboxes. Yeah. You wouldn't know it unless you accidentally did it. But you can just check those little circles and delete in mass on your phone too, which is ultimately what I do in the mornings because then I don't have all that stuff to get through when I get to the office. But the arrow down X is awesome. Yeah. So that's on your desktop browser. Yeah. So tell me, um, then you were talking about, you know, checking your email and getting it out of your inbox. So do you archive it or do you put it in a folder? I know back in the day, you used to have a folder for like each client and you would meticulously file everything. And I was like, whoa, I cannot handle this, but it is awesome that you do it. Do you still do that or how do you do it? Yeah, so... When I was an account service person, I used a little bit of the Outlook method. Um, mm-hmm. If you ever use Outlook email, there's like folders for everyone. And I definitely put everything for that client in that folder mm-hmm. because it's super important when you're going through, you know, a three-month process with somebody that you can easily go look for groups of emails. Yeah. Um, and so it really worked out well to do that. I can't say that I do that as much anymore because I'm not managing that process or that that relationship. I'm usually talking to someone, you know, who I'm going to talk to for a few months and then I'm going to be done talking to them because mm-hmm. not done. We're not, I'm not going to ignore you. You're not going anywhere. But then Erica is actually going to talk to you or Jacob or um, someone else in our office is going to be your primary point of contact. And so I use archive a lot more than I used to. Mm-hmm. But if I were the person who were managing those accounts, I would still definitely use that folder system or it's called labels in Gmail. Do you ever delete emails after you're done? 
I don't. I totally delete things. I only <laughs> I only delete the things that like aren't work related. Really? Yeah, I don't delete email at all because well, quite frankly, we have unlimited storage and there have been times so back in the day I did have to go through and like pull out a bunch of emails. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like three or four years of emails. And still to this day, like there are times where I need to go back and look at a few of those things. Yeah. And so I'm kind of an email hoarder. I hoard anything that I actually wrote. So let me clarify that. I get a lot of emails from our project management system or from billing, which is a group email address. And so I will read the billing email address. Oh, I'll read the billing email so I know what's going on. And then I just delete it because I know that I'm never going to have to have it again because I'm not the person that's responding to it. And anything that comes from our project management system, I go out to the project management system and work in there. And it's all recorded out there. So I just, after I'm done with them, I just delete them all because I'm like, I like if I wanted it, I would never search for it via email. I would go back out to the project management system and I would get it there. So I just, I just made the decision to delete. Now I have never cleaned out my trash can though. <laughs> I do, I do delete the the project management software sometimes because it's like. It's not related to you. Well, either. either it's not related or it's like somebody saying you're welcome. And I'm like, I don't need no. that email because everything before it is actually in another email that I was too afraid to delete. And I archived instead. Oh, that is like my process drama. I'm like, <laughs> would you guys stop just like having a one word response in the project management system that I'm going to have to open 15 of those emails or 20 of those emails a day with like, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. we love that you're super polite, but. Hmm. You it's a difference in personalities. I think just they don't they don't they don't have the sheer number of emails that we have in a day, yeah. and so it it makes it so. The May creators are real nice. Yeah, they are super nice, and I think nice people are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what we're saying. No, I, I like that. I like that you're polite to an extent until I have to like delete your email from it. I think you know, um, telling me to have a good weekend because we've been emailing back and forth. I, I love you, but I don't need you to do that for me. Back, circling back around here. Yeah. Um. So, like, our designers, my method really works well for them because mm-hmm. they do need to see alerts from systems. So, like, you know, if there's a file change warning or something, they definitely need to see those. And I don't want them going into, like, their updates folder or something mm-hmm. like that. So, I think it really boils down to your role if you need to you know, use one system or the other. One thing I use a lot also is filters. So Absolutely. the reason that all of the project management emails that I want to see and not all of the project management emails, because there's a lot more of them that happen, come into me is because I've set up a filter that using certain parameters actually brings me the emails that I want. So I can put in the subject line or who it's from and basically build this filter so that way it brings it into my inbox because I before when we remember when we first got the project management system and you and I were like what just happened we, we couldn't blew even sort up. through it like there were so many emails and so then we used filters to do those and you can use filters to do a lot of things you can forward emails to other people yeah, you can use it for so many things. I actually, so speaking of the project manager management system, 
I actually export my filters and import them to any new email I create for a new employee because I'm like, hey, you need these and I'm going to set your email up for you and I'm going to put these filters in there right away because it tells us like this is your responsibility, you mm-hmm. know? It'll like literally say I think yeah. it, I think I literally have a tag called active club responsibilities. Yeah. And so if it's directly related to me, it puts this like nice little purple tag on it. Yeah. Yeah. And the tags can show up. So like explain what the tags are in your inbox. Like what do they look like and how those work? And you got to love that they've changed the name of them from tags to labels. And I can't get I can't get past it. Like, I still call them tags. It so makes sense. Yeah. Um, So they show up actually just right next to the subject line, like before Mm -hmm. the subject line. So it'd be like name, subject, or name, label, subject line. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I even have some that are like add to billing because certain things have to be added to billing and that's like bright red Mm -hmm. or. They're a box. Yeah, it's like like a box. rectangle that shows up. And it says the name of your label in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it helps me a lot, too, because um, voicemails, for example, if somebody had took a message for me on the phone, they email it to me, and then they use the same subject line, and it says voicemail in it. So then yeah. Gmail knows, and it puts a tag next to it that's red, and it says to do voicemail, and then I know that that thing needs to be handled first before my other tasks in my email. It, um, so another question I have is um, do you clean out your email like every day? Do you make sure that there's like nothing left? Or what does it look like at the end of the day using your system with the email? Yeah, so I really am a huge advocate for having everything at least read Mm -hmm. by the end of the day and having everything read before I, like the very beginning of the day. Mm -hmm. And so even if there's stuff in that star section of my inbox, there's never anything when I leave that's in that top unread and important section. Okay. But then there still might be stuff down in the bottom longer section that just catches all of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, that catch-all that catch-all section it, it definitely always has stuff in it mm-hmm. um, because it grows so fast. Yeah. Like I think there's like 50 emails like every half hour or something that come in down oh there gosh. sometimes and it's – Maybe it's not quite that much, but sometimes you, I look at it and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of stuff down there. Um, but so I try to glance at that definitely before I leave every day. But at the top, I've I've checked to see if there's any fires in the I, top of my email. So because I use the priority inbox, I almost always get rid of everything. Like I may have one or two things that are left over that need to work through. And the other thing that I do is because I don't have like a secondary place to put them where I will see them. Like if it's something that has to be accomplished and I'm not going to get to it right now and I won't get to it, say, tomorrow or the next day, then I'll either put it on my to-do list or I'll schedule it on the calendar so it doesn't just forever get lost. Um, But I do because I have the priority inbox and I don't get anything that I don't specifically ask for in it, I make sure that it doesn't have a bunch of extra stuff in it because otherwise I would have missed that top portion of yours, which is the urgent and important column. So yeah, that's awesome. Can I, can we do a bonus tip? What? What? I love Google Task Manager. So it is this thing. It's a to-do list that can be on the side of your email and you can like check it off. So I don't have to have like that piece of paper 
to have a to-do list anymore. And so it's in the side of my email. So if I have something, I can just be like, put this in my Google Task Manager. And then they also have an app for like your iPhone or Android. Um, so I can manage it from anywhere and I can put stuff on it. And I really like it a lot. Which is really handy for you because you work from home a lot more than I do. And so yeah. it, for me, I like can't handle it. Like I start, I start creating extra and, and I mean, maybe it's because I'll use it like intermittently, but I'll start creating task lists and I'm on task lists. And then I have things. Oh, I have tasks from years ago that are in my task manager that I've never gotten back to or looked at. So I like yeah. have to use the old school system of an appointment book that has all the stuff in it and I move it from week to week or from day to day to make sure that it gets accomplished. I am I can't I melt down inside of the digital to-do list like yeah (laughs) like so today is the first day this whole week it's Friday just so you know when we're recording this it's the first day this week that I've actually been in the office because I've had a conference I had to give a talk which Mm -hmm. was super exciting um so I'm just so on the road that I can't take I'm not respond actually I can I'm just not responsible enough to take a like physical book or notebook with me yeah. every day. So, But it's interesting because we've had other employees that use the digital task list. And if you don't use it the right way, like the way that Stacy uses it and I've seen her use it is she has task lists for different types of things. Yeah. So it's kind of like her inbox where she's got the urgent and important. She's got task lists for other people that, about what she needs to talk with them about. So she's managing it in a very organized fashion. What would happen, what has happened with some of our, um, with our production people is they'll get like this huge list and they can't sort through it as urgent and important. It's just exhaustive. It's like a whole page. It's and terrifying. You have to get it sorted. I try to make sure that mine like fits, like I don't have to scroll. Like mm-hmm. on, when I'm on my desktop, I don't want to have to scroll in that task list. Like yes. if it is going to be, if it's going to fall off that long, mm-hmm. probably isn't the place for it. Honestly. But you use your calendar too to make yeah. sure that you get the things done. I use that my Google calendar a lot. If it has to happen on a certain day, like payroll, stuff like that, that's not in my tasks list ever. That's no. on my calendar. But then I also get that email and I can always always star that email from my Google Calendar. So Yeah. It's pretty slick. So many fun things. So I think that we covered it all. I think we do too. This is great. I hope that you guys feel empowered to go back and try some of these fun things with Gmail. I mean, there are even more things than we talked about in Gmail, like canned so responses that which are templates and and what's amazing about all these features in Gmail as I, I sound like a Gmail salesperson. It's just because like I'm so bought in. Um, but Stacy, every time that she sets up somebody's email account, she can duplicate all of these things. So down to the address list to the I mean, like all of it's importable send, send and exportable. As, yeah, it's it's really, really convenient as new people come in, especially project managers, because their email is so important so important yeah if they're missing emails our clients are really mad yeah so we just covered like a ton of ideas like tons of ideas pretty much drinking through a fire hose at this point just like so many things so if you guys are super interested in this please go out to our blog we always 
make a blog post about every podcast, which is makecreate.com forward slash forward slash. Okay, let's try that just one more time. Maycreate.com, which is M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E dot com forward slash blog to find the article about managing your email. And then also we have our podcast notes. Yeah, our show notes are at podcast.maycreate.com. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. This is Monica Pitts. And Stacy Brockmeyer. Now, get out of here. I know that you have tons of other things to do. You know, like, go reorganize your email already. It's not going to check itself. No, it won't. Go forth and market with purpose. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E-create.com for podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on, market with purpose.